Welcome to Fine and Filthy Rich with Moni and Jay, two young Black women discussing financial literacy, where we give you tips and tricks to be financially successful. Now, we are not financial advisors, so anything heard on this episode is not financial advice. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Fine and Filthy Rich for more financial tea. Hey y'all, welcome back to Fine and Filthy Rich. I'm your co-host, Moni. And I'm your co-host, Jay. I'm glad we got that out the way because y'all will just like start talking for like 10 minutes and not even say that. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just say it before we even start our chitter chat. <laughs> no, for real. Because we'll definitely start talking and be like, okay, yeah. And so by the way, like, if you're new here. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny um y'all it's still women's history month so happy women's history month hopefully every time every time I go to say something I'm like you know what let me save this talking shit because it's women history month (laughs) that'd be me like I'd be like say something so mean like I'd be like about to tweet something and I'm like this is not conducive to women's history month like she is a woman I do not need to be talking bad about another woman like let me just wait until April yeah April 1st I'm like I will put this in my drafts until April 1st my god that is so funny well shout out to all the ladies I hope y'all have been having a great women's history month hope y'all been celebrating being a woman whatever that means to you whatever your celebration looks like I hope you've been doing it boo no seriously and I hope you're getting reparations from men and they've been buying hella shit for you this month period 100% that okay (laughs) history month do men get a history month no they don't need one they're not the minorities they're not like underserved how we are it's like it's like how like white people don't need white history month it's like the same thing you know like no you don't need one (laughs) yeah it's like you've always had the upper hand in this country yeah like we have to hear about your shit every damn day we're good (laughs) yeah no that's real that's a really good point so yeah but y'all so for this episode we are going to be talking about working as women I mean I was telling Jay this I was like this is a really good topic because it is rare that you meet a woman that does not have a job like it is very rare I feel like I meet men without jobs all the time or at least I used to not as much now just because of like the area I live in but yeah women always have jobs always or even like they they have multiple jobs like they're in service industry like women are always working so I just feel like this is a cool topic for this month so we could kind of talk about like our experience you know yeah, for sure. And it's really interesting too because like it hasn't always been like that, right? Like we're talking yeah. about 2023, right? Like 60, 70, 80 years ago, it's like that was not the case. Like a lot of women yeah. were in the house. You know what I mean? Like they were at home, they were raising the kids, they're taking care of the house. But now times have just like changed so much where like women are getting more and more out of the house every day. It's rare that I come across a woman who's like a stay-at-home mom these days. Like, so for example, I was actually just like on a girls' trip over the weekend, and um, like we were all talking about what we do. And so there was a total of eight of us who were out at this point in time. And everybody was talking about what they do. And one of the women was like, oh, well, like, I don't do anything. Like, I'm a stay-at-home mom. She's like, like, I, like, run a business on the side as, like, a hobby. But I'm a stay-at-home mom. And I was like, wow. Like, so is one in eight our odds now? <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that what we're looking at? Because it's like, dang, of all of us working and one is a stay-at-home mom, like, that's crazy. I just feel like back in the day, it'd probably be, like, 
half or more than half is a stay-at-home mom. You know what I mean? Like maybe one or two working women. But now it's like majority of the women, we be out here working. Yeah, that's hella true. Now that I think about it, I'm like, I do not know. I mean, none of my friends have like kids and honestly, none of my friends are married, but I really don't know any women like in my immediate circle or even just like a little bit out of my immediate circle that um that stay at home. So that's really crazy that it's just like not as common anymore. But y'all, we work and we've been working. Okay. So we're going to the fine chronicles and we're going to talk about our work history. So what was your first job and how old were you, by the way? That's a great question. So um, <laughs> it's just funny because you like, we've been working. Y'all, me and Monty have worked since we were kids, okay? And that's like, yeah. I feel like one thing that we've always just like had in common and always bonded us. Like we, we'd be them girls like texting on the weekends, like, oh, like I'm at work, I'm working. <laughs> like, always at work. Like one thing about us, like we were going to be at work, especially in high school. Like exactly. we would just be at work. Yes. <laughs> we going to get that money, okay? <laughs> For real. <laughs> But um, so I actually had my first job when I was in, I was going to seventh grade when I had got my first job. And so I was about, I don't know, how old is that when you're in like sixth grade, seventh grade? Is that like 12, 13? Does that sound right? Um, Maybe a little younger, like 11, 12, because I feel yeah. like you're like 13, 14 when you're a freshman in high school. Okay. So yeah. So I was like 11 then, like 11, 12. Um, Yeah, I was on my way. It was the summer before seventh grade because I had like I had to get a like a little like workers permit and like all that stuff. Um, Like I had to go through like our school counselor and everything. I remember it was like a whole process. It was funny. And I I almost felt like so crazy. I was like, wow, like look at me like doing all this stuff, like just to get this job. But (laughs) you had to because like the child labor laws and stuff. And so. um, So, yeah, I got like a workers permit and everything. And I started working for youth biz. Shout out to all my homies at youth biz. (laughs) um but yeah it was so fun it was on the east side of Denver down like right off Downing Street and yeah I worked there for that summer I didn't do the school year because like my parents didn't want me working during the school year um Mm -hmm. and it was just like too much because like I lived in Montbello but it was on the east side um and then I started going to school at DSA so I was gonna have to like ride the bus like home from DSA so like I just wasn't really gonna have time to like get over there to work for real and so it became like a summer thing so then like the next summer I worked there too so then it was kind of normalized for me to have like a summer job after that point honestly so like after after that summer of like going to seventh grade like I probably had a job every summer um Mm -hmm. because I worked at youth biz all the way up until high school I think I was a sophomore in high school when I stopped working for Youth Biz. Um, mm-hmm. But that's also just because I got like super busy with cheer. And so mm-hmm. cheer just got like really busy for me. Um, so I had stopped working at Youth Biz, but then I wanted money again. <laughs> so I, that's yeah. why I started working at um, Old Navy. Was it Old Navy that I went to next? Yeah, I think it was Old Navy. Or was it Walmart? I think I actually went to Walmart before I went to Old Navy. Oh my God. I remember when you worked at Walmart. <laughs> Girl, yes. I'm not going to lie. I was a Walmart baddie too. I ain't going to lie. Like I had my little tan pants and my blue shirt on, girl. Like I was doing the damn thing at Walmart. <laughs> oh my God. I literally forgot about that until you just said it right now. Oh. Like, what happened? 
Did you just end up quitting? I did because it was so weird. Like, so it was like, they like fired me, but then like they didn't fire me. So then I just like quit. It was very weird, but it was because again, the child labor laws, they were only letting me work four hours. And so mm, yeah. I was like, okay, well that's fine. Whatever. If y'all are only going to let me work four hours. So they kept on like limiting my hours, but then there were times that they would like schedule me longer hours. So I would work the shift. Like if it's a Saturday, yeah. schedule me an eight hour shift or a six hour shift. Like I'm going to work it. I'm not going to be like, oh, I can only work four hours. Like, no, I'm going to get my money. I got nothing else to do. I'm going to sit here and work. So like, yeah. you know, I would work, but then like I would get in trouble for it. So it was just weird. Like they would be blaming me like, oh, you overworked and da, 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 da. So it was just like so confusing. So then they had like took me off the schedule. So I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm like fired. You know, like it was never an official conversation. It was so weird. And I remember- the manager calling me too. And she was like, well, like, we're trying to figure out like what's going on. I was like, I'm trying to figure out what's going on because like y'all took me off the schedule. <laughs> and like, I just feel like they were so unorganized. And I think Walmart is yeah. like really big and they have mm -hmm. like, they have so many employees. And so I think it was just like too much for them to keep up with like a minor working and like all those rules and laws and stuff, you know? So yeah. It was weird. So I just, I just didn't feel like it was, it was stable enough. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just hate yeah. poor management. So, so yeah, mm -hmm. I stopped working there. I was working at Old Navy and then I was working at Ross. Um, How come every place you work at is blue? Dang. Like the colors. Yeah. <laughs> Eastside. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> so funny but it really is I just noticed that that's crazy because I'm thinking about my outfits too like dang because I wore like blue while I was working at uh Ross and I wore blue while I was working at Walmart that's so funny yeah. I don't know you can wear like whatever honestly oh, like, okay just, you just had to like look cute honestly at Old Navy like yeah. they didn't really care what you wore I liked that job though I really liked working at Old Navy like yeah. they got some good clothes there but I was definitely always around some clothes for sure like I love working with clothes um and I worked yeah. at Goodwill I forgot I worked at Goodwill too Oh shit, okay. I hella forgot that. So I worked in the back at Goodwill with like the clothes once again. So yeah. I would like go through like when people would donate clothes, I would go through like the clothes and like decide oh, okay. what we're gonna keep or what we're gonna salvage. So yeah. Okay. That's what's interesting too. And just on that topic, y'all, always wash clothes that you get from a secondhand store. Like always, always, yeah. always take them clothes home and wash them. Like, yes, it's true. Some people, I'm not gonna lie, some clothes that we got donated, you could tell they would be like folded, like somebody had washed them and stuff like that. Some stuff, people are literally just throwing them in a bag. And like in the back, we would have like bottles of like Febreze and like a laundry detergent water kind of mixture where we would just like spray them on the clothes. Like we would just spray the clothes with them. Like that, that's it, y'all. Like yeah. We ain't back there washing no clothes. So, like, please always wash. <laughs> we spray it down and put it on a hanger and put it on the floor. So, like, <laughs> make sure y'all cleaning them clothes. But, yeah, I think yes. those are all, like, my childhood jobs. I think that's everything that I did up until I got to college. Yeah. Which is a lot, kind of. Like, I kind of did a lot. It is. Yeah. I never did, like, yeah. fast food. So I couldn't do the food industry. But uh, No, same. Ugh, no. But I worked, I worked with some clothes, though. What did you do? This this is the baddie at Target, y'all. Tell us about it, girl. Period, bitch. Um, so my first job, I was thinking about it just now. Um, my first job was actually babysitting. Mm. And I think I was like a freshman. I only did it like twice, but I think I was maybe a freshman in high school. I was pretty young. 
And um, yeah, I babysat some kids and I just kind of quickly realized that wasn't for me. But I, at the time I wanted this Mac foundation so bad and it was $50. So like, as soon as they paid me, maybe like $75 went to Mac and bought the foundation. <laughs> like You're literally yes. all my money. <laughs> I was like, so late. I, I just wanted it so bad. Um, So that was my first job. Then I didn't work again for like a little bit. Um, and then I ended up working at Target. Y'all already know Monty from Target, oh. Target on Havana. Period. Um, and so I, yeah, I worked at that job. It's so crazy because I, I worked at that job for a very long time just because they were hella flexible. I went to school up in Fort Collins and so they would let me come back during the summer. So it was just nice because I didn't have to do any work. Like I could literally just like work there all the time or even even during high school they were very flexible because like they knew I was a student they would let me do whatever I want so I liked working there I I didn't really have complaints until I got like older but it was a good job for a high school student it really was and other high schoolers worked there like it was chill it was a very chill job I hate red and khaki though I can never wear a red shirt for the rest of my life like I'm scarred for life truly like I just I can't I cannot do it (laughs) I literally cannot wear red like I just don't know what it is you will not catch one piece of red clothing in my closet ever ever (laughs) like you're like I am scarred for life and it's crazy because like when I started working there you had to wear khakis Mm -hmm. like if you didn't wear khakis they would be like go buy a pair right now and now these bitches get to wear jeans like they literally wear jeans I wish I could have looked cute in some jeans when I was working there but yeah I don't know but yeah everybody knows I worked there forever I was there all the time um I just worked a lot I think I also just had a lot of time on my hands so I used to just like pick up shifts and it was nice when I started to have money so I just was like I'm gonna start working a lot you know I think once you get like a taste of having money that you work for and you get a steady check even it even though it was little in high school you liked it like I was like oh okay I can like go buy like lunch and and stuff like that so yeah I was the same way I always stayed in retail um, even like up in college, like I kind of stayed in retail, but the younger days, yeah, I, I was at Target. I was there yeah. every week, no matter what. <laughs> you show was because every time I would go in there, you'd be right there at the customer service. I'd be like, hey, Bonnie. Like, <laughs> they put, I like literally my first day, most people get hired on as cashiers. Mm-hmm. My first day, they were like, we're just going to put you up here. And then I never left. <laughs> Period. You show was always over there. I will never forget. I have so many memories like pop up in my snapchat where it's like you at the target counter and i'm like money from target <laughs> hey y'all when i tell you that's where i used to get the numbers because when people would leave like or when they would come in they pass the service desk so like exactly that's where right you there. Really you up, man. yeah <laughs> that is so funny oh my god i love that Okay, so with working, what was it like being a woman where you worked at? I honestly think that it's not until now that I have like the job that I have Mm -hmm. that I've really noticed a difference. Um, I think when I was younger, it was retail. So it was mostly women. Yeah. Like even the managers and stuff, I think in, in retail typically are women. I Sometimes I would have a male manager, but it, it was rare. Like it, it was honestly rare. Um, But I, I feel like now that I work at a job like in tech where there's mostly 
men, it is, it's, it's different. It's been an adjustment for me. I know people are always like, get a tech job, get a tech job. But I don't think people talk enough about just how the men act at work. Mm-hmm. They constantly act like they know more than you when I know for a fact, 100% that I am more qualified than them. They think they know everything. Yeah. Um. They question you a lot. I remember even one time I was with Jay. I was on a meeting and I said something and then immediately after someone like undermined what I said. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was, but I remember we were like in the hotel. I don't know if you yeah. remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like little shit like that all the time. Someone's always constantly trying to like check you for what you know, or um, people are constantly like, do you need help with this? No, I don't stop talking yeah. to me. Like literally, why are you talking to me? Mm-hmm. And I think also it can be like a more isolating experience because there's only three women on my team. So I don't know, like we, I, I feel like we're all we have. And sometimes I don't even always like them. <laughs> um, it's like, I like them. They're nice. But you know, <laughs> you always feel like they're not my friends, especially because yeah. I work remotely. So I think it's a little bit isolating too, when there's not a lot of women. So I, I think like, even when I'm thinking about going forward, that is something that I look at in a job personally, what is like the demographics of where we're working at? Yeah. Like, even if it's not the most, like, racially diverse, which a lot of jobs aren't anyways, then Mm -hmm. I'm looking for a more, like, uh, how many women are in this bitch? Like, I need to know. I can't be the only one or one of two. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 What about you? For sure. No, I I, I totally feel that. And I agree with what you said. Like, I think a lot of... um awareness I would say of just like being a woman and being treated like differently you know what I mean at a job did not come until I was older um because when I was younger there was like some um you know like some naiveness with it where it's just kind of like you don't really know what's going on you don't really pay too much attention to what's going on um but as I got older, like in my adult jobs, like when I really started working like corporate jobs after college, like that's when I really started seeing the differences um, and just like being a woman. Um, and then when I was on smaller teams, like at tech companies that I worked with, one, yeah. being a woman and two, being a black woman on top of that. Yeah. So like it was just very challenging because it's already like the man versus woman. Um, yeah like power struggle but then as a black woman it's like a black woman versus white woman power struggle that was also like always extremely frustrating um so like dealing with white women's tears was always really annoying because I knew you were about to say that girl you know it you know it because I hate that like it would always be like oh I'm just you know a blah 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 and I'm just trying to do this and trying to do that and it like why do you have to cry with it like why do you have to like why can't you just we're adults here. Like, say what you got to say without the tears. This is work. Exactly. Like, come on now. Like, all of that is just, like, not necessary. It would just get on my nerves so bad. And just yeah. blatant and pure unfair treatment, you know, where it would just be like, okay, how are you able to, you know, get over on me or get ahead of me because you're a white woman or because you're a man, you know? It would just be really frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> And even, excuse me, when I was working in, so I had worked for a yard house when I had first moved back to Colorado after um, leaving Cookman, um, I was working at yard house for a minute and, you know, I was like running the front desk, like I'm lead host, 
Um, I was working on becoming a trainer and everything. And I remember we had got, um, well, I had became a trainer actually at this point. So I was the trainer for the front desk. Like most of the team I had trained, like almost everybody that was on the team and we ended up getting new mm -hmm. management. And I was so sad because our general manager was this black man and he was so cool. He was so sweet. I think his name was Sean, but I could also be making that up. But, um, I remember he came and told me that he was going to be leaving and I was like, okay, so do you know like who our new GM is going to be? And he was like, yeah, his name is Andre and he's from South Africa. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like you hear that Andre South Africa. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> Girl, this white man walks in there. He has like a thick accent and I'm just like, I should have oh, known. Not Wait, not the white from South Africa. Yeah, That's like the exactly. I was like, I should have known because it's South Africa. I was like, oh my god! Like, I, I was... That's like Christopher Columbus coming in your job, <laughs> girl. I was mad, and he brought like his like counterpart to be like the assistant GM, like. And when I tell you, they literally came in and just like ruined everything. And he used to pick on me so bad. Mind you, I was the only black girl who was a host at the time. Um, and this was when another girl, it was funny that I had got hired there and she was up under me. And I'm not going to even mention her name on this podcast, um, but we know her, uh, Houston. I'll just say that. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. But I think she had ended up like quitting or leaving or something too. So I'm pretty sure it was just me at the time. And it was some white girls. And it was a couple of us who all had our weekends marked off. It was like me, this girl, Kate, this girl, Alex, um, and another girl, I forgot her name, but they were all white, right? And so it was like four of us. Mind you, we had all also been there like the longest. Do you know, he came up to me one day and he's like, so why do you have your weekends marked off? And I was like, well, because like, that's my family time. I was like, I spend time with my family on on Saturdays and um and Sundays. I was like, so- I'm not working Saturdays or Sundays and I've been here long enough for me to like have my schedule like that. It's never been a problem before. Exactly. He's like, mm, well, I may need to schedule for some weekends. I said, well, I'm not going to work weekends because that's, that's not my schedule. You can, there's five other days that you can schedule me and no, like, I'm not going to do that. And I remember later on, I had went up and I asked Kay, I asked the other girls, the white girls, I was just like, Hey, like, did I just say anything to y'all about y'all's weekends been off? And they're like, no. Oh, hell no. And I'm just like, Okay, so we're putting on people. I get it. But what's even crazier is then like down the line, they actually ended up getting fired because they were asking some of the girls. So all the hosts ended up being all white girls. Um, and they were asking them to like send them nudes. Like when they would need like time off for work, they would be like, Oh, you need to send me some pictures. Oh my god, that exactly. is disgusting. It is, they're perverts. So it's like they had a secret agenda, you know what I mean? Like they had yeah. that whole kind of thing going on, but isn't that crazy? Like, I was like yeah no way so so yeah I've had and that's just one experience I've actually had like a lot of experience with just like being a woman and being a black woman working in corporate America that have just been kind of unkind you know what I mean and it's definitely frustrating so so yeah yeah that's that's very interesting like it's it, it it's crazy because I just feel like it's so obvious for us like it's just not subli subliminal at all we know what's happening um and then it's kind of like you can't even always like prove it because it could just be like a microaggression not just a microaggression but you know it's a microaggression or it's like more subliminal like racism um and so you can't like really do anything about it 
Um, and it's crazy because that actually just made me think like I actually had a job where I did end up telling my like higher up he wasn't my he wasn't my boss or my manager he was just like the person we reported to I did end up telling him that the white guy made me super uncomfortable because the white guy told me mind you we're teaching sociology he tells me the white guy that it's okay to say the n-word I'm like no it is not like no it is not like I can't believe you said that to me I was so mad oh my god I was so mad that is crazy he he was literally he's like I he's like well like you don't think it's okay for a white person to ever say it and I was like no and then he was like what about like a song or what about like if I'm reading something to the class he's teaching students mind you there's black kids in that class so I'm like no I don't think you should be saying like the n-word like what's wrong at with all. you at um, all I don't care if it's on the line you're reading literally and then he has the audacity to say that I was being mean to him like literally said I was being mean to him. I'm like, all right, bro. But thankfully the professor who was like above us, he um was Asian. So he had my, he had my back. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, no, you're wrong. He's oh, like, minorities rule. <laughs> Go he, that guy looked just like not minorities. <laughs> you know that show Beavis and Butthead? Have you ever seen that show? Uh he looked he looked just like one of them like that white guy I cannot remember his name but yeah he he wow. tried to tell me all that it was okay for him to say the n-word so he's probably singing along to some little baby song somewhere he but is. anyways he's definitely out there like shout out my nigga that's me <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh god they that no, in area buddy <laughs> it's so bad because it's like you could probably talk to just any black person and they'll have at least one story especially if they're a woman like the men I don't know I mean I'm sure yes but the women especially so it's really like unfortunate um but yeah so the next thing we kind of want to get into is like a constant Twitter debate obviously we love the Twitter debate I'm just kidding I hate the Twitter debates we love it But um, we want to talk about nine to five versus like entrepreneurship, which I just think is like constantly a hot topic. Like always, people are always eating it. Like no matter what, I've even seen that on people's like hinge profiles. Yeah, really? Are you serious? Yeah. Like what do you, let's have a debate about entrepreneurship in nine to five. No, we're not. Actually, babe, (laughs) that's not sexy. (laughs) I'm not talking about that. that. Yeah. Yeah, Over dinner? No. Yeah, no, that's not a fun conversation like at all. No, but honestly, this is like you said, such a hot topic. Um, One, I wish that it wasn't so much of a debate, right? Like I wish it was never like a nine to five is better. Being an entrepreneur is better. Like when we have to decide that like one is better than another, like I both is just a preference. It's like what you prefer to do because some people like feel like, okay, like I have this purpose in life and it's like this idea that I have, or it's like this product that I have, or like, you know, this whatever that I want to start, like some people have that where like, they really want to do that. Or like it, it comes from like your family or something like that. You know, they're like, I come from a family of entrepreneurs, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. If you have that, cool. There are other people who like want to climb the corporate ladder, like where they're like, no, like, I want to hold down this job. I want to make partner. I want to be the CEO of this company. Like, you know what I mean? There's other, there's, it's just separate paths. You know what I mean? Like, I think it's just preferences because everybody is not built to be an entrepreneur and everybody is not meant to be, you know, a a corporate, a corporate baddie. So 
Like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just really hate that. And I've done both. Like I've been on both sides of the fence. I'm not going to say that one is better than another. Um, I will say like entrepreneurship is more freeing. Like there's definitely more freedom there, but there's also a great deal of stress because like you have to keep everything together yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. And nine to five is like, you feel stressed because like the people that you're working with will like stress you out. And like, you're just kind of like unhappy because it's just like not really purpose driven. You know what I mean? But like you get consistent money. So you don't ever have to worry about your money not coming in. Like, yeah, all right. Like this may not be super purpose driven, but like I'm getting paid. So, so you know what I mean? And you just find like your purpose in other areas of your life. So like I said, I've done both. And I just, I don't understand why people can't like get on the same page because everybody does not want to put the work in to be a damn entrepreneur. That's a lot of fucking work. And yeah. everybody does not want to deal with the corporate bullshit. Like that's a lot of work. So. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with literally everything that Jay said. I think it's just like, I don't know. Like, and I don't judge people for either. Like do yeah. whatever you want. Like I live literally don't care if you're a man yeah. as long as you're able to take me on a date babe that's that's what I that's what I want to know that's the thing <laughs> sir please be a street pharmacist sir I don't really care that's <laughs> entrepreneurship baby you in sales I'm like oh Fact. So sales? okay babe that, that's what's up <laughs> as long as you're not as long as you're not broke <laughs> do what you gotta do <laughs> oh shit as long as it's not like i don't i'm not gonna go to jail with you you know like keep it to yourself cannot hold um no no i'm not i'm out oh wait there's a tweet that was like it was like if your man gets arrested like how long are you gonna hold him down and then somebody in the comments was like as soon as they put them cuffs on i'm gone (laughs) oh my god i'm like not you holding him down for 10 seconds that's hilarious <laughs> it was like as soon as I heard that clink, I am out of here. But anyways, um, no, I I agree, and like you said, there's there's pros and cons to both. Yeah, and I think that like sometimes just in different stages of your life, you might need like one or the other. Like, yeah, maybe if you have a family, it it might be a little bit more stable to have a nine to five. Um, but maybe if like you're younger and you don't have as many responsibilities and you don't mind maybe being like a little broke for a little bit or something not that you can't be broke with a nine-to-five but you get what I'm saying like maybe you try like entrepreneurship mm-hmm. um but I will say regardless of what you um like I feel like regardless of what is your preference I do think that deep down everybody couldn't be an entrepreneur I really do but not everybody is willing to put in the work and not okay, everybody yeah is willing, yeah yeah like, knows, knows how to apply like not only their creativeness, but like maybe apply like more of like a business mindset. Yeah. But I don't think like some people are just like natural born like workers that have to like work under people because I, I just don't think that that's like how people are. I think about like in the old days as somebody who'd be watching Game of Thrones and shit, like yeah. everybody has a skill. Like I do, I genuinely believe that like everybody has a skill and yeah. everybody can like make their skill like I don't know into a business or just something that can be sold I don't know I see it every day that yeah and, and people are constantly coming up with like little ideas so I, I don't know maybe give it a try if you've never thought about it before but yeah. I don't think that one is better than the other and I don't think that um yeah I don't I don't know I don't judge people for their choice I'm like do what you gotta do at the end okay. of the day yeah no that's 100% true and I will say though I do think that some people are like like 
born to to be a corporate baddie and that's only because i've seen it like for example like my sister-in-law like she will forever she does not care about anything other than being a corporate baddie like she has no desire oh, to be yeah. a partner ever like she has no there's no like idea that she has that she wants to like one day start yeah. or want to go explore like she legit wants to like she's like i want to be the director of food and beverage and now i want to mm -hmm. do this now i want to do that you know like she really wants to climb that ladder and there yeah. are people like that, you know what I mean? Even like somebody who's a lawyer, like that's yeah. their job, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. they really want to keep climbing that. Like, they're like, I want to be a judge one day. Like, that's what they want yeah. to do, you know? So I just think it also kind of depends on like the field that you're in, you know what I mean? Like when you're yeah. a doctor, you're probably not sitting there like, you know, I actually want to make do-rags on the side. Like I actually really want to- Yeah, but then, but then the doctors <laughs> be like, I want to have, they'll be like, I want to have my own practice. Yeah. Like even the too like yeah. sometimes you know so yeah I feel like fair. I don't that's know fair. but some people 100% yes like they want to be like the CEO they yeah. want to be the director the, the whatever like I even see the people at my my current job like I can tell like they want to be like they've been moving up already and I can tell that they want to be like I don't know a director like the VP or whatever of the company that I work for you know and I right. mean, those people make a lot of money and also Look, five o'clock comes, I'm shutting the laptop. I ain't got to deal with this for the rest exactly. of the day. I don't think yeah. about my job when I get off. I don't think about my job on the weekends. And I do think that if you're an entrepreneur, obviously, first of all, it's your passion. So you're going to be thinking uh -huh. about it. Second of all, it I mean, it's all it all falls on you. So you are, are probably going to be thinking about it like a little bit more. Yeah, 100%. And I'm just not at that point right now because I'm thinking about like what's my weekend plans. Yeah, <laughs> like, I get off. <laughs> You're like, oh, so like, so we turn it up exactly. <laughs> Where are we going this weekend? <laughs> For real, that's true. I feel it. Well, yeah, y'all. All in all, both are good. Do not feel bad if you yeah. are a corporate baddie. Do not feel bad if you are an entrepreneur yeah. baddie, and don't feel bad that you're not the other because you are right where yeah. you are. Exactly. Um, okay, so we're gonna get into some filthy stats. Yes. So let's talk about when women started working. I looked up the specific date. Um, so in 1840, 10% of women had jobs, and then by 1850, that increased to 15%, and then it just kind of started to increase since then but I mean most people know obviously women start to go to work because the men went to war and then there was mm -hmm. no one to work the jobs here in America or whatever yep. um which I, I that's crazy to me I don't know like I will say that like even though we always make jokes all the time like why did women want us to work I yeah. bet you those women had more of like a fulfilled life because they were just at home every day not allowed to have their own money not allowed to do shit like but yeah. live on husband's wing so I bet like they probably did feel like a little bit more fulfilled when they got to do something during the day makes yeah funny. I feel like they probably did I definitely think that they probably were like oh wow like we've got some purpose you know what I mean because it's also just like different I think the beauty of doing something different is so strong just mm -hmm. it doesn't matter any type of switch up is just like okay cool wow like even if right now if times were to just kind of like shift and like everything was to take a huge turn and like men just started getting paid like triple times what they're making right now and more women just started like staying home I still think it would be like okay wow like wow we're getting to like stay home and you know because it would just be such a shift because it's different yeah. than what's going on right now um yeah. so I just think that because it was such a huge transition it was exciting for them you know they probably liked it 
yeah i agree i would have been like how can i stay in this house because y'all i'm a a working woman but i would like to be a stay-at-home baddie okay (laughs) i i would like to be a stay-at-home baddie but i'm like i still just know i just have to have my own money like yeah i watch so much real housewives y'all and these women just like these men leave them on their ass with nothing like mm-hmm. kick them out of the house like they don't own the house they don't have enough money to get their own house like these women be like broke as shit but trying to build it back up that's why they're on real housewives so they can get paid from the show mm-hmm. and like i just can never be in that position i can just never be in a position where like i'm leaning on someone to pay for everything and then they choose to leave me and i have nothing like that's terrible facts no that's 100 percent true i agree a thousand percent even if i was a stay-at-home mom i would still have like a little like etsy business on the side something, or something. Yeah. like i'd be doing a little fiver or something like that something, like i'm gonna be yeah. doing something i'm not just gonna sit there and do like absolutely nothing with zero dollars coming in because like you said a lot of times men will leave and like they will leave you with nothing they don't care if you have their kids like having a man's kids does not um ensure any type of financial stability like they don't care they will leave you and them kids and be like figure it out so no literally i don't care if i have to do what was that shit called lula rose Rose. (laughs) i'll be doing that okay you'll be like look at the prince i'll be like i really like the one with the cats on it (laughs) I really like the one with the taco and the crotch. Y'all, uh, those leggings were so ugly. <laughs> it's like, who is making these designs? Like, what the heck? They're so terrible. Um, that's hilarious. Yeah. No, that's so funny. Um, And so, and then also just like, I feel like it's crazy how like every year we're still talking about the pay gap. No, like, it's like, it's just, it's just never going to change. Like, I'm just like, okay. And so black women, they earn um, 63 cents for every dollar white men earn. Yeah. That's pretty much the only one I <laughs> looked into. But obviously, like, women make less than men for the same type of positions. And, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, I don't know. I've never really talked to my male counterparts about how much they get paid. But I don't know. I, I would be pissed as hell if I feel like if if any of them made more than me, because I they're they're not smarter than me. Let's just start there. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What did you say? You said three percent. No, for black women, it's sixty three percent. Or is oh, it sixty three or is it? Okay, it's, it's sixty three cents per every dollar a white man makes for black women. I believe. Okay, so that's specific to a black woman. Yeah, this is probably just like women. Um in general like all women yeah so we're saying well like an 18 cent a 18 cent gender pay gap among among all workers all workers yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. and i mean that means something like it really does especially because like we said in the last episode we live longer yeah and Our we're more for our more expensive. yeah yep. so if we're paying so it- 30 cents more for our products but we're getting paid 18 cents less. It's like, I'm not good at math, but it sounds like 50% <laughs> plus sort of difference in there. Something is off. Like, <laughs> them numbers ain't numbering. The math ain't mathing, okay? Like, no, <laughs> that's not right. That's not good at all. 
Well, and this is even interesting too, like even deeper into just the pay gap, how we were talking about like how we've experienced just like unfair treatment. Like this is talking about women being treated differently than employers. Yeah. Major times 50. Wow. What, what is this like a percentage or yeah. Percentage of adults who say each of the following is a reason why they earn less. Yep. Because they're treated differently. Wow. Hmm. Not they say that women work less, so the jobs pay less. That I don't think that that's true. Um, only time they could say that is this. This is the only time where I've ever excused that statement. When women go on maternity leave, that's yeah. but every woman does not go on maternity leave and have a baby. You know what I mean? Like that does yeah. not happen. And even when we do, wow, six weeks, eight literally, weeks, like that's not even a long time they're not even giving no. a lot of time in the u.s like in other countries no. women get six months to a year speaking yeah. of did you know that spirit airlines gives you six months of bonding time no they don't pay that's the problem damn you exactly it sucks what? so they pay you for the first six months they pay you for six months then they give you another six months of bonding time and okay. So basically you can get a whole year, but you only get half the year paid. It works very well for like women who are like married. So for example, one of the, um, one of the kids in my son's class, his mom, she, um, she works for Spirit Airlines and she just had a daughter. Well, she's, her daughter's going to be one. And she was the one who was telling me that she works for Spirit Airlines. They, they save her job. Like she'll still have her job after the year, but they gave her six months paid, six months bonding time. And her husband's just been taking care of everything and paying the bills. I'm mm. like, that's the bomb. So you got a whole year to just like be off work and bomb with your baby. No, seriously, because like, first of all, I mean, I don't have a kid, but the first year, like you want to be with the kid, like Heck come yeah. on. And second of all, like childcare is expensive. And mm. also like, if you don't have family, like, I mean, I don't know personally, like, I don't know many women that want to just like leave their baby with any, just anyone. Yeah. Like, they want to be with the baby if they can. So it it's just crazy to me that it's that's such a thing like they just refuse to give women time off like goddamn just give them the time off no for real it's very ridiculous to me as well I don't understand why they can't do it because I just really feel like we have the means like I honestly think that like we have the you know like the money and the flexibility to be able to do that here in America but they just choose not to so it's weird yeah and I honestly even think the, the men need time off as well yeah, like, and, but they've started doing that now. Yeah, they've started doing that yeah. where they um they switched it from like maternity leave to like parental leave. So a lot of times, oh yeah, like jobs benefits, it'll say parental leave because both parents okay. have time. Because my manager, I had a male manager and his wife was pregnant. And when the kids came, he he got time off too. He was off for like eight weeks. Good because I don't need to be with this baby alone every damn day. <laughs> exactly right. Who like it, it, it took two to make it. It's gonna take two to raise it. Okay, for real. Come change this diaper. Shit. For real. Exactly. Like I changed the last one. This one on you. I'm dead. This one. <laughs> this one on you. Oh my god, this is hilarious. No dead ass though. Like we're we're gonna have to flip a coin. Um. Okay. So then you know this is interesting because I've seen like a lot of different demographics but mm -hmm. I have seen that like over time women have like the amount of the percent of women that work compared to the percent of men that work is like pretty similar and yeah. depending on the year like women um work 
like women are there's more women working than men Mm -hmm. um so it just kind of depends on the year it goes back and forth because it'll be like 49 percent women then it'll be like 51 percent women so it changes but when I first thought about it I honestly thought that women were gonna work more than men like I thought it was gonna be by like a landslide that women had like jobs more than men because again I rarely meet women without a job and then just when you think about like especially service jobs or like I don't know when you go to the mall or like when you go to the store when you go to like, I don't know. I just feel like women are working everywhere. Like, I feel like everywhere I go, women are working. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just, yeah. I feel like I, I don't see men as as much in my day-to-day, mm-hmm. like, life working. Yeah. I think yeah. men also have, like, different types of jobs. You exactly. Know what I mean? Like, when I walk past a construction site, of course, I see all men. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like they be, like, doing the hard labor jobs. And women. Yeah. And I see them. Wait, I, I see them. I be looking at them. I be rolling down. Girl. You and me both. Remember, I told you when them men was working outside of my building and my apartment. Yeah. I was looking out the window. I was like, "Okay, y'all need some water. Let <laughs> me bring down a couple bottles." I will never forget. I was like at the Cherry Creek Mall, and I was driving, and I I could have crashed into the car in front of me. There was like this construction worker that was so fine. Like I literally could not tear my eyes off of him. Like I literally, I can't believe I didn't crash into the car in front of me. Like I was stuck. I was like whoa <laughs> that is so funny we love a good construction worker we love a good uh a manly working man like even like the men who like deliver packages like I love a good package yeah. delivery man like I love manly jobs like that like oh what like that is so funny get your funny. hands dirty okay <laughs> But I like the UPS guys. I don't like the Amazon guys. I don't know why. Like, I just prefer you. You don't have to be strong to work for Amazon, though, because the packages don't be that heavy. Yeah, like, like they be strong to work little... for, like, FedEx and UPS. Like, you yeah. know, Amazon yeah, has like, like, a little small envelope. Like, what a little <laughs> flimsy white envelope, boy. Exactly. Like, nah, they be carrying the big packages for, like, FedEx especially, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, they be yeah. delivering, like, uh, furniture and stuff. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> You gotta have oh my to god on you. Oh my god. Or the ones that like the furniture delivery men. Yes. Oh my god. Girl. Somebody delivered like something for my brother and I looked terrible, but he was so I couldn't stop looking at he was so cute. Oh my gosh. I was like, so you got any stops after this? For real. For real. But that's also like why we don't see them out. You know what I mean? Because they got jobs yeah. like so it's like, we're not just going to see them when we're just like walking into Target. Like, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is, is so funny. funny. Oh, we got a little tangent about men. We're going to find a way to talk about some niggas, y'all, always. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. And then also, so I tried to look up the demographics of like by race mm-hmm. and it was really hard. Like, I don't know, because I, I just don't necessarily like believe this, yeah. <laughs> even though it's from like the Department of Labor. Like, it says that, like, white women, like, are working more than women of color. And I just don't believe that personally. I, don't I just, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. But it's from, like, literally the um, the census. So, I mean, maybe they Okay, a lot of Black people don't fill out the census. So, let's just start. Exactly. True. And then, um, I mean, if it does say that more of them are working, it's because there's more of them. So even if True. it's like 3,000 black women working, but it's like 6,000, let me see what I'm trying to say. 
Yeah. I mean, like their population is bigger. So like their percentage is going to be a bigger number than like our percentage. Like if it's a thousand black women and like 8,000 of them are working, but it's like 3,000 white women and like, you know, a couple thousand of them are working, their percentage will look bigger because they're, it's more of them still. So, yeah, I figured it was that that's very true. And then I'm thinking also maybe like, Cause it's saying they work more than POC. I don't believe that, but I think it's like the jobs. Like I think like POC, like especially like you know like immigrants and stuff like that. Like they're probably working jobs that like pay. Yeah, they're not. The it's they're more working. under the table. Yeah, like it's but they're working. Like I see yeah, them. Exactly. Like I know they're working. So yeah, I think sure. it's just different. Um, and then I of course looked up the Forbes list of like the richest self-made women. Yes, we know Rihanna's on there. My girl Riri. She is so let's see. Um, number one, half of these women, y'all, I've never even heard of. Obviously, all of them are white, most of them. It's so crazy because Taylor Swift is on here, number 48. I, I, I didn't know Taylor Swift had so much money. That's crazy. Yes. Because she has a lot of fans. Um, Kylie Jenner's on here. Um, who of course, Kylie's on there. Kylie's definitely because she was on, I remember she was on uh Forbes. She's a billionaire now. Oprah obviously is on here. Rihanna's on here. I'm trying to find the, the women of color because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, if y'all remember in a previous episode, we talked about Janice Bryant, um, Howroyd. Uh huh. So she's on there. Um, she's a black woman. Number. I'm trying to see anybody else. Person of color. Person of color. Everybody's white on this list. Jeez, Louise. Um, is that really it? There's no way. There's no way I'm scrolling. I'm okay. I'm scrolling. Here's Rihanna. Rihanna's pretty high up. She's number 21 out of 50. I feel like that's pretty good. Yeah, that is really good. Because Rihanna, like she it the crazy thing is like it wasn't even the music for her. It was when she went on that like business venture with like Savage Fenty, yeah. like Fenty Beauty, Fenty Skin, all that, Fenty yeah. Eggs, Savage Eggs. Like that's really when her money blew up because yeah, 100 percent Yeah, people love that. Oprah. Oprah is tied for number 12. With who? Uh, she's tied for number 12 with, who is this? Peggy Chung? Uh, we Let's see, Peggy. Is she a black woman? Oh, she's the CEO of Panda Express. Shut up! Yeah. Who knew Panda Express was so lucrative? I don't even like Panda. No, seriously. <laughs> I mean, I used to eat there a lot when I was younger. I can't eat there that much anymore. Yeah. I just I can't even do it. But number one um is Diane Hendricks. And she chairs ABC Supply, one of the world's largest um wholesale distribution of roofing, mm. siding, and windows in America. So that is number one. Um so yeah, there's only like what like four women of color on that list, y'all. That's not great, but shout out to all the women that are self-made. That is actually very cool if you're a woman and you're doing right. that. Um, we love a self-made woman. We do. I would love to see more women of color on there, especially black women, but we will get there. 100%. We will absolutely get there. Okay, y'all. So let's wrap this up. We're going to talk about the broke shit. Mm. Um, we want to talk about being broke and taking a bullshit job. Oh my God. Oh my god. I, oh I took a job, y'all. Dead broke. Dead broke. Like maybe like five dollars to my name. I was at my peak stealing. I had I was stealing a lot during this time. I got a job at Macy's. Like we used to have to work 6 a.m. to like 
I don't know, like 11 a.m., I think. And I worked in like the furniture department in Macy's. Worst job ever. Worst job. I hated that job. I hated the the manager. She was yeah. so weird. And she used to, she got so mad at me one day and I just wanted to slap the shit out of her. But I was like, I'm broke as shit. I have no choice. I have to be yeah. here. Um, But that was probably like the worst job I ever had because I was waiting on another job to start me. You know, like when a job's like, oh, yeah. you can start in three months. Yeah. So I'm like, I need something in the two months. So I started working there and then they yeah. ended up like firing me. They literally, like they just stopped putting me on the schedule. And I called like, for two weeks, and I'm like, I haven't been on the schedule. And there's like, there's no hours. I'm like, I, I don't believe you. So exactly. that's like, was terrible. Yeah. If you want to fire me, say what you chase. Exactly. Don't lie and say, oh, there's nothing on the schedule. Like, please. Yeah, that's lame. What about you? That's crazy. So I'm trying to think. It's funny because, like, I've worked so many jobs. Like, y'all, I've had. She really has. I've had so many jobs. Like, I've had more jobs than I can count. And they're not all on my resume because that is a waste of time. Like, I'm exactly. not going to put all these jobs on my fucking resume. Um, there's two that came to mind for sure. So one, this is really crazy. I don't know if I ever even told you about this, but I was doing this. This was, like, after I had had Jackson. Um, and I had stopped working with Transamerica and like you said, was waiting to start a new job. So I was, I had got this tech job. So I was waiting to start there. Cause like, it was going to be great money. Like I was so excited about it. I was going to be able to move out my parents' house and everything. Um, but I was in between that. And so broke shit, living at my parents' house, had my son and um, I had went to like a tip agency and I was like, okay, like y'all, like I need a job. Like, I really don't care what the job is. Like, I would prefer something that will let me start like tomorrow. And like, yeah. I just need to go. That's how you know when you're desperate. You're like, I need it today. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Sometimes I would go like really early and I'm like, if I can go like today, I will like, but no. So I was like, yeah, like I need something. And so, um, he like was like yeah he was like well have you ever like worked at a warehouse and I was like I mean no like sir look at me like do I look like a warehouse <laughs> exactly like sir look at how long my nails are like are you serious and so he's like listen like it's not bad at all like it's sorting like do you have any experience with sorting I'm like I literally have no uh warehouse experience at all I don't know what sorting means like I don't know what you're talking about and so he was like explaining it to me he was like honestly like it's two women that work there right now he was like so it's like a really small team like I really think you could do it like it's not as bad as it sounds and stuff he was like just go check it out but the hours were like super crazy so it was like a super early morning job it was like like from 4 a.m. to like 10 a.m. or something like that. And so <laughs> I was like, damn, this shit is crazy. So literally, girl, I would like leave my son at home with my parents, like in the middle of the night and I get up and I go over there and it was like, it's in like, um, like Lowry, like the Lowry area. It's like this yeah. random building. Like you would never guess that this was there, girl. You like go upstairs and it's like a whole like little warehouse Girl, do you remember before Netflix was like a streaming platform and they would just like email you DVDs? Yes. Bitch, it was those. It was the fucking Netflix DVD, girl. And I had to like sort them. Like they would put it through like a little sorting machine and I'm like taking stuff out and like moving it and like putting it in boxes and like moving it. Like it was so crazy. Like just seeing that. I was like, wow, people still like use these Girl, I would literally just like sit in there, but I could wear my little headphones. So like I would do it. It wasn't like a horrible job, but like, yeah, 
I just like I didn't want to do that shit you know what I mean like I was just like I don't I don't want to do this shit and it was only like for a couple of hours super early in the morning so yeah I probably only did it for like mm, maybe three weeks (laughs) and then I was just like yeah fuck this shit like I was over it (laughs) I think another one was um it was a sales job girl oh my god the absolute worst I was in college though and I really needed the money because I had an apartment so I had to pay rent girl so I I I held that job down for a minute I'm not gonna lie like I worked here most of the time that I was living out there in my apartment but yeah weird like we're basically like upgrading people's cable packages but I just always felt like I was lying to people like we had to like talk fast like you're just trying to upsell them and you know so yeah it was just weird but it was it was yeah it was not my favorite job at all but I held it down for a minute but I definitely was just like all right I gotta I gotta go I just didn't really care for like I've never been into sales like I don't uh, convince somebody to buy something and to do something like I just that's just not my sort of thing like I I like you to need me I'm more of a customer service type of bitch like (laughs) that is so true like oh my god these it's just crazy like and the thing is, you just do it because you're like, I need money. I'm not going to just be yeah. broke. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to do it, but this shit sucks. Um, and also, y'all, what we wanted to talk about for broke shit is working a job when we're younger and not making shit. Y'all, I remember after working at Target, sweating, bleeding, my back hurt so bad because I was like working like at that desk shit. Mm-hmm. I literally got my first paycheck. I remember this so vividly. It was like $117 and I could not believe it. I was like, this is it. Like I literally asked this girl I was friends with. Oh my God. I just, I just thought about her. I hope she's doing okay. She got arrested at work one day, but like, I, oh my God, she did. Oh my, I can't remember her name, but she literally got arrested at work one day, but I opened my check up and I was like, how much is your check? And then she was like a hundred and it was like a hundred and 10 or some shit and I was like is this correct like I'm all doing the math and I I could not believe it I'm like there's no way I worked my ass off for two weeks a hundred and seventeen dollars we used to make absolutely nothing because one you couldn't even work a lot of hours and then like minimum wage at that time was like 725 so girl yes them checks used to be so small I remember like I used to hate getting them little small checks like you'd be so happy to get a check that's like two hundred dollars because it's like oh yes you were like like, yes exactly like my check two hundred dollars like I got money like you would feel so good And it was funny because then I remember like getting my first big girl check, like when I started working for Transamerica and even that like wasn't a lot of money. Like I I started out at Transamerica making like $15 an hour and I was just so happy. Like I was like, oh my God, like I've never made this much money before. Like I was so happy and I see my first thousand dollar check. I was like, oh my God, like, wow, like this is a thousand dollars. Like it was such a happy yeah. moment because girl, I remember them little hundred dollar checks when we was in high school and stuff. Oh, them things would be yeah. so Oh. So, so sad and even, even college, in college I college I think sometimes like if especially if I worked over like winter break yeah I could get a check that was like six hundred dollars and I yeah. would be like oh my god I'm so happy I got six hundred dollars mm-hmm. for two weeks for two days literally yep nah for real that is so crazy oh I cannot believe we used to be happy to make like that small amount of money I know. Crazy. At the time, my rent, like in college, my rent was only four hundred and eighty dollars. Mine was like about the same, and I was still 
I was struggling. I was like, how was I struggling? Like, I just, I, how was I struggling? How? Like, how? I could not pay $480. Are you kidding me? Like, what? <laughs> oh my gosh. To have rent. Crazy. That cheap. Exactly. Um, I don't know. But it's also nice to see, because I'm like, I remember when I was like, making a hundred dollars every two weeks and then you see like where you're at now and like you know it's like only up from here so that's also like really nice yeah yeah that's a very good point because there's still some people right now who are just happy to be making a hundred dollars because there was this one girl <laughs> i'm gonna tell you who it is when we when we not on on the air oh right who is it posted <laughs> on her facebook and she was just like i just got my first thousand dollar check <laughs> mind you this was like a year ago and this girl has like three kids i'm like Stop it. what have you been doing like <laughs> you're like, like you need to grind a little bit harder she's like i know y'all checks don't be this big and i'm like what like, girl stop. what stop it right now oh like if you're making anything less than that you are being taken advantage of babe like really? what the hell really? oh my god that is so funny not her saying that oh she did confidently too i was just like oh okay i imagine jay like scrolling on her phone laughing at it and then just kept scrolling exactly <laughs> and that's just what i did too i kept right on going like i love when people post their business like that for pure entertainment i'm just like this is hilarious hey. Yourself, like, don't exactly. say this is why I'll never get rid of Facebook ever. <laughs> exactly why I saw it. <laughs> I'm so dead. Okay, y'all, this has been another episode of Finding Filthy Rich. Hopefully, you learned something. Hopefully, you laugh. Yes, we definitely hope so. And y'all, check back in with us next time. In the meantime, yes. hit us up on social media. Yes, bye. Bye.